Welcome to the Faith, Love, and Dreams podcast, a community of couples dedicated in every stage of their relationship to building healthy, strong, loving, and supportive foundations together. We're your hosts, Michael and Tiffany Melvin. Join us as we discuss all things relationship. So if you're courting, engaged, married, or preparing for when you get there, this is the place for you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. You're listening to Michael and Tiffany Melvin of the Faith, Love and Dreams podcast. I know that it's been a minute since you've heard us both on the mics. Yeah, it's been a while. But we back on the mics, everybody together. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that you all are doing well and um, that you're surviving this quarantine season. Um, and I say a season because that's exactly what it is. But today, of course, we're going to talk about something that has to do with relationships. And today's topic is the perfect marriage. On the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. You peeping through the window? Who's that peeping in the window? Okay, that's a little corny, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, she don't know that song. I she think that we that all we all know someone, or in our past, even it could be our parents or someone that um, we've admired their marriage from afar, from close up, and I would even go as far to say as, or let me speak for myself, that there are people in my life that I was like. They have the perfect marriage. Mm. The perfect marriage. Sorry. Hmm. I just have this belief that nothing is perfect except the word perfect, but even people misspell that. So once it gets in the hands of human <laughs> beings, they can jack it all up. I agree. I agree. Um, today, we're actually going to talk about um, a couple that most of you know um, and have seen, not know personally, maybe, but um, have seen on the big screens. And that is Will and Jada Pinkett Smith. Now, we're not talking about them. We're just discussing. Yeah, we're not talking about them. Topic. I love Will and Jada, so we're not talking about them. <laughs> um, actually, we're going to talk about um, an episode of the Red Table Talk that was filmed where Jada discussed, or it was the How Your Relationship Can Survive Quarantine edition. And in that episode, um, she talked about a few things. And there are some excerpts from when Will, if you all remember, he visited the Red Table. And um, it was kind of cathartic listening to them. I'm one of those people that I intently listen to people and um, I kind of could decipher some things that are going on, hence the outside looking in part of right. the perfect marriage. Um, so Will and Jada have been married almost 25 years, which makes me feel like I'm getting older and I know I'm not, but I feel like I grew up with them. But I think they're older than us. Are they older than us? Not by much, like in their 50s. Okay. So they're okay. in our generation. Um, I'm way younger than in my close to in my face. Okay. <laughs> right, I am twenty-nine. Okay, I am twenty-nine. <laughs> my 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 family will get that joke. I've been saying that for twenty nine years now. <laughs> since I was twenty nine. <laughs> twenty nine years. So um 
Yeah, they talked about quite a few things. And we just kind of want to break down a few of the things that, you know, was discussed in that episode or that we heard. And I'm going to go ahead and speak on the first one, which is Jada said that she realized that she did not know Will at all. Emphasis on at all. And she said that they had to learn how to be friends again. Mm. Well, okay. So since this whole quarantine Mm -hmm. situation and a lot of people like stay at home, um, I don't think a lot of people know each other. I don't think parents know their kids. Mm -hmm. I don't think kids know their parents. Uh, I don't don't think spouses know each other very well. It's Unfortunately, people are like two ships passing in a night. Life moves so fast. You come in, you go out. Somebody's coming in from work. Somebody's going to work. Routines. Yeah. And then, in all honesty, and me as a teacher, um, we I feel like teachers spend more time with children than their parents. I mean, you you think about we see them for seven and a half, eight to ten hours in a day, uh, depending on what we do. Mm -hmm. And when they get home, they eat. And that's if the parents are home when they get home, by the way. Right. But they eat. They maybe do their homework or play video games and everything. So there's, in most situations, and you see a lot of memes popping up about that, and that people don't know each other. Right. Right. I agree. So if you know that a parent barely knows their kid who's away at school, just a about the same amount of time the other spouse could be away mm-hmm. at work. Um, you could just imagine how I, I couldn't kind of understand when she said they had to learn how to be friends again. Right. Um, I think that probably stems from maybe just some things that have popped up in their marriage um, and, and things pop up in people's marriages there. They don't have like the, you know, I don't want to say the regular marriage, but you know, they have like the Hollywood marriage where Will could be away on set for months and months at a time mm-hmm. and she could be at home with the kids or doing other different things and they are probably like ships passing in the night so right. i can understand when she said they had to learn how to be friends again she also said that they have to learn to love themselves or they had to learn to love themselves and build a friendship along the way so somewhere mm-hmm. along the line in their marriage they felt like they really weren't friends because what do, what do mm. friends do? Friends communicate often. They hang out. They hang out. They talk. They, they get talk. To know each other. They but even then, enjoy each other's company. Right. Um, sometimes when someone's away, I always tell people, don't give your spouse the opportunity to miss being without you. Um, Not in a in the way like when there's conflict, when there's conflict and you teach someone how to live without you, it becomes a routine and they're comfortable with living without you. Or maybe going away for months and months at a time is the break that you need. And then it just becomes a routine. It becomes normal because, again, it's that's like in a sense of voluntary separation. Right. Right. And um, when you think about it, if every time you go home, you got problems, you argue. Mm-hmm. Every time you walk in a house, it's something. Yeah. Every time you leave the house, it's something. So when you're out of the house, you're kind of like, <sighs> thank you. 
Yeah. And you don't want that. You know, you want when you pull up in your car, you don't want to sit in it forever and be like, do I really need to go in? Right. You know, but because Michael walk right on up in this house when he pull up in his car. <laughs> right? So Cuz if he out there, I'm like <laughs> Why you sitting outside in the car so long? You don't want to come in the house? Okay, Please. well, You're let me queen. just lock hold that up, door. Hold up, hold up, My wife nah, sits kidding. in the car to decompress <laughs> before she gets in the house. But, okay, so that was in the past for yeah. the most part. Um, I always, when I was single, I never, when I was at work, I never wanted to bring negative energy into my house. So I would... When I got home, the first thing I did, I would sit in my car and let everything from that day kind of, you know, go think about it and just let it go. So when I went inside, I was ready and prepared to be positive with my kids and bring that positive energy in. Yeah, I used to leave mm -hmm. it at the door, honey, at the door. So <laughs> even when like now, I mean, we're quarantined, of course, but when my husband comes in, I'm trying to create a atmosphere of peace and calmness when he comes in. So, yeah, if he's sitting out in the car too long, I'm like, what you doing out there? What's the problem? <laughs> something going on? Somebody did you something? Do I need to go fight them? No, just kidding. <laughs> uh -uh. No. <laughs> okay, let me get back on track. Y'all yeah, nah. know it's been a long time since I talked to y'all. I miss y'all with us together. You've heard me for a couple of episodes um, when I was talking about just some meditation techniques and some, you know, daily routines yeah. and stuff like that. But we are back together and I miss you guys. So, you know, I'm we're like, not back hello. together. Well, not we've back together. together. Yeah. Hold we, on, we let didn't. me make sure. <laughs> nobody no take rumors. that wrong. Don't start no rumors the out way. there. <laughs> we've been together. But, you know, things got a little busy here and there yeah. with us and, um, so a lot going on, but Will now he did say, go ahead. What did he say when he was on um, when he visited the Red Table Talk? Mm -hmm. He did talk about how they had to break up their marriage, put it back together and rebuild it with new rules. So mm. he, you know, expressed that. Yeah. You know, sometimes there are troubles that come into a marriage. And Jada said, yeah, we went our separate ways to figure out our stuff. So we didn't point fingers. And I didn't take it as they separated, like, you know, like separated, separated. Like, right. oh, we're not together anymore. I didn't take it like that. I took it in a sense that she was saying, okay, we had these problems in our marriage. And he was like, look, our marriage is broken. Mm -hmm. something is not right is broken in order for us to fix this we are gonna have to put it back together and decide on some new rules that are gonna work for us in our marriage and she was like i agree right let's just you know you, you have to go on and do whatever you have to do i'm gonna be doing what i have to do and we're gonna think about it and talk about it and figure out how to get this thing right because i don't want to be pointing fingers at you when it's really me i remember will telling her i can't make you happy only you can make you happy that is probably the um most important thing in a marriage there's two things i believe in a marriage that's important mm -hmm. uh, and that right there your spouse can only add to your happiness that's correct they can level up your happiness. But if you're not happy within mm -hmm. and you're not happy with you, mm -hmm. 
you're not going to find happiness within any marriage. You're just not. If you can't live with you, Mm -hmm. how you want someone else to live with you. And I just thought it was very mature of them to say, because they, I'm going to say this, Jada caught a lot of flack about some of the things that she was saying. We'll get to that a little bit later on the outside looking in part, but she caught a lot of flack when she said, you know, yeah, we needed to separate and we need to go our separate ways and figure out our stuff. Because you know what? You're still individuals and there's so much of your life and your experiences that your spouse will never know until it happens or until something triggers you. And instead of pointing fingers, she said, you know what? Let me go in my corner. You go in your corner. And let me figure out what's really going on with me, because I don't want to be pointing fingers at you creating much more of an issue when it's really not your fault. I always say. If someone's doing something that aggravates you, like my husband does some things that drive me nuts, and I remember I didn't Mm -hmm. say anything about it Mm -hmm. and uh, he does. okay, Um, and I remember I didn't say anything about it and. You cannot be getting mad at somebody if you don't tell them what they're doing that drives you crazy. Like, I don't like dishes in the sink. And you know what? The reality is people are who they are. Right. And we look for other people to always make adjustments all the time. Mm -hmm. And we have to understand that because that that was one of the conversations we even had. Mm -hmm. We we came from two different families. Mm -hmm. We were raised differently. We see certain things differently. We do things differently and we got to get to know each other um, and respect the differences and understand it. And it just isn't going to go that way. So like everything can't be like an issue because there's differences. Yeah, because I don't like dishes in the sink doesn't mean that he can't put a cup in the sink (laughs) and And, leave it there. (laughs) And like. No, because like for me, I use the same cup. Mm-hmm. I mean, I use the same glass all day. Mm-hmm. So I don't like a bunch of dishes, you know. And, you know, we are so funny because you're like that. But I'm like, hey, I I like to wash certain things right, especially things I'm going to cook with again. Yeah, I drive him crazy with that <laughs> as well. I'll use you know, the frying but, pan, make my breakfast in it, and I'll come back later and clean it because I have to eat my food while it's hot. Okay, <laughs> y'all know I don't play with food. And my husband's kind of like, why you didn't just wash this out right after you used it? You know that we're going to use it again. And I swear he act like we have one frying pan. Okay, <laughs> that's the crazy part about it. I'm like, just get the other one. I'm going to come back and clean it. Um, but, but yeah, so... <laughs> But, you know, it comes with establishing um, your relationship in you, Mm -hmm. right? And so in good communication, here's the thing what I learned about good communication. When you're angry, upset, you have to stop. Mm -hmm. You have to reflect. And you have to ask the first question, is it because we think it's them. But the first question is, is it me? Right, right. You know, is am I angry because I'm angry? I choose to be angry or mm-hmm. I, you know, cause sometimes we th- we're looking at the other person and say, you made me upset and they ain't doing nothing. They just did what they normally do right. or they are who they are. So we have to, again, comes with that inner reflection and all of it is about reflecting on your inside first. And you have to just give people the opportunity. Like I said, if something is driving you crazy, um, you have to give 
you have to let the person know, like, you know, that kind of drives me crazy. Like if someone's, you know, running their fingers along the the chalkboard and making that little creepy noise (laughs) and they're just doing it all the time and you never say anything and you're just angry at them. They be popping their gum. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess he's trying to talk about (laughs) me, but whatever. Um, (laughs) And if you never tell the person like that really drives me crazy, then don't get mad at them. If they continue to do it, you have to give them the opportunity to either say, okay, it drive you crazy. Well, that's on you. Or they'll say, okay, babe, I didn't even know that. Why you never told me that? I really don't have to. I don't know even, I'm not even paying attention that I'm doing that. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Or you know what? They've been doing it so long. You overlooked it because you was dating them and you're infatuated with them. Mm -hmm. But that's a whole nother story. Yeah, that's a whole nother podcast, people. (laughs) But in saying that, I can respect when she said, we need to just go our separate ways. And I didn't like take it as we're separating. Separating is just like, let me go in another space and reevaluate why I feel this way so I can decipher, am I feeling this way because it's really me trying to project it on you? Or am I feeling this way because it's really you? I don't want to just point a finger at you, you know, unintentionally and it just creates something bigger. So I thought that that was great um, that she said that. And Will said one of my favorite things that he said was love is created by making it together. You cannot expect Mm. love Mm -hmm. from you can't be one sided. Like Michael is not responsible for creating love for me. And I'm not responsible for solely creating love for him. It's not his job to make me love anything. No, actually, it's funny. Um, And you know where I stand with the whole love thing. Love is a choice. Love is something you don't fall into. It's something you choose to commit to and Mm -hmm. do. So there's things and responsibilities that come with love. Because you choose to love, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a haphazard thing. It doesn't happen out the blue. It is something you move to choose when you get past the infatuation stuff of liking someone based on their looks or certain appeals. But love is, you know, it's love. It, it's what you choose to do. And that's why he said we have to make it together. So we have to choose to love together. And... um He also said that romance is not love. And that is so true. I think that a lot of times we get caught up in the fairy tales of things happening and how it looks and ooh, like even this is so crazy. And I had never known this until I um, knew or came to know some wedding photographers. I would always see these beautiful, beautiful pictures. Um, I love weddings. I love love. Um, But for some reason, it's it. You like when over, I love love. Um, I love seeing people in love. I'm happy when people are in love, whether it's with themselves, whether it's with someone else. I just love love. And um, I never knew that a lot of times the shoots, the pictures that I was seeing, they were styled. <laughs> so I would say, man, there's like a beautiful. They were manufactured. Yeah, I was like, create. that's a beautiful wedding. Or, man, that is like a beautiful proposal. That is, I never knew that 
it was created that I mean it is a business I understand that <laughs> but I never knew that until I met a wedding photographer and to me a wedding photographer in my mind from all of the weddings that I've attended were like real time you know people capturing pictures and I, I know that they like do touch-ups and lighting and stuff like that but I never knew that people would say okay let me hire this actress in this or these models, you know, male and female, um, mm -hmm. you know, or people just to stand around and look like, you know, everybody's happy. I mean, the whole shebang, I, that just totally went over my head. I never knew that people actually, that was a job that they styled right. wedding shoots. So when you see them, especially if you're on Instagram. got to create the perfect marriage sure. yeah the, so when you're on instagram you you see a lot of that a lot of times they are real weddings but a lot of times they are not <laughs> and i did not know that i don't know why i didn't know that but i did not so i would always be like man it looks really perfect that's a perfect shot mm -hmm. look at the that shot expression was perfect right yeah but the emotion and the feelings and mm -hmm. all that you know because you i re, for, on our wedding day it, it rained and uh, rain is a sign of cleansing and letting it go in the past. But my wife, she felt some sort of way when it was raining. Mm -hmm. And me, I didn't, I didn't care. It, you know, rain happens, you know. Um, but I've, And I always said this, I've never been to a perfect wedding, mm -hmm. you know. And so that's the reality of life to me. Nothing is perfect. And our wedding was not perfect because it wasn't until I saw some of the wedding reels that I was like, wait. We didn't do this. They didn't do that. But you know what? At the end of the day, we had a blast. You lived the moment. Was, you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was totally us. Um, and we were surrounded by people that loved us and supported us. And what more can you ask for? So nothing mm -hmm. against the styled weddings. I love seeing the pictures. It gives a lot of ideas. But for some reason, again, I just I never knew that. So romance is not love. And, and like Will said, love is created by making it together. Um, now, they had to, uh, one of the things they discussed was that they had to break up their marriage and put it back together and rebuild with new rules, mm -hmm. right? I mean, think about that. You break up your marriage. Now, it doesn't necessarily, it's a, it doesn't have to be a physical breakup. Right, right. But you have to tear down. Metaphorically, people. Yeah, if you think about it, Yes, we always say love is a house, mm -hmm. you know, so you had to love tear down the house, house you were in. <laughs> yeah. You got the key. You had to tear down your house we're in or we go get a better house together. Right. Yeah. And we rebuild mm -hmm. a better home for us, a better relationship, a better marriage. And so um, I think you have to often tear down your marriage and rebuild at times, mm -hmm. you know, because and we talked about this earlier. The marriages aren't perfect. You don't know the person you're with because every day you walk out that door and you experience something. Yeah. And you bring those experiences with, with you. You're not with your spouse every day. People are evolving. And again, they've been married almost 25 years. They are not the same person they are when they married each other. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times when people are in counseling, um, they're told to go back to that time. And they're they're not told to go back to that time so they can become that person. They're told to go back to that time because that time was exciting. They were full of, you know, this is what I want to do. They were very sure. And now they've had all of these experiences. Um, you know, anything could happen. You can have 
you know, weddings, debts, births, everything can happen. Job loss, job gains, moving. And now 25 years later, you're totally different because of your experiences. And people are told to go back to that time when you were nervous about proposing, you were excited because you were proposed to or um, just that's, different, different things. So I think, I think the, that's a good. Yeah, I think the going back in time aspect mm -hmm. is basically going back to look for what was it that had you marry this person in mm -hmm. the first place? Well, what was a what was it about them? Right. And we have to understand we we grow, we right. mature, we're getting older, um, bodies are changing. Twenty nine, I told you. You know, shapes are changing. Why you uh, had to hair, wait, hold on. The hair hold is on. lost. Uh, <laughs> well, first of all, I don't have no hair loss, but he says shapes are changing and he looked right at me. I, you're the only person in the room, baby. Okay. Um, I'm going to let you, I'm gonna at let you, you make I'm already it on that talking one. in the first place. <laughs> I'm going to let you make it on that one, okay? But, no, I don't mean, when you think about it. trying to tell me something because I'm working on it. Uh, we all working on it. But the, <laughs> here, here's the thing. We are, again, we're changing. Mm -hmm. We're growing. We're maturing. We're seeing the world differently. I remember uh, when I was telling my wife, when she had a car accident, now she drives differently yeah. because of that experience. Yeah. And she's like very careful even more. And before then, she drove a certain way because it rained. She doesn't like driving in the rain. Because I had a bad experience in the car. I didn't actually have an accident, but almost had one. And that shaped how, whereas someone that, you know, you drive different, like you said, mm -hmm. someone that never had an accident versus someone that did. And in both of them, like, especially the last one, like I thought I killed somebody and I could not. It, that's the only thing that was going through my mind. So that really shaped how I drive. And, and crazy enough, I had to drive right back through that same intersection right after the accident. <laughs> right. So when I picked up the rental, it was like I had to go back through it. So I had to face that fear. Um, and it's it's a little weird when I, I make myself go that way anyway now, but it's weird when I go back. So that experience has shaped how I, how I, you know, look at a lot of things when I'm driving. Right. And, and then not only that, it, now I can, rec you know, we have the conversation and mm -hmm. recognize it, but imagine all the things you experience that you don't even mm -hmm. mention that you internalize yeah. and try to deal with. And then imagine if your spouse is actually going to know you because of what's unsaid. And it's not being unsaid because it's a secret. It's just that you internalize those issues. Some people deal with problems within themselves. I'm one of them. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, I don't put out my problems out there or anything. I just deal with it. Mm -hmm. I do what I got to do. But I thought it was very mature of him to say that they had to break up their marriage. And a lot of people gave him flack for that as well. And I'm just going to say this, um, Faith, Love and Dreams, we are about building healthy, strong, loving and supportive foundations together. And as we know, foundations, they get cracked sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they have to be repaired and sometimes they have to be totally torn like down. torn, you know, Y'all see HGTV yeah. when those people are going under those houses. I don't know how they have those jobs. They just they <laughs> go under crawling under the houses with like no gear on. I'm like, they what if you gear. look they up got helmets? But they gotta no. put the semen in. Sometimes no, I'm talking about like the inspectors or stuff. Like they go uh, under the houses and they're looking at stuff. And I'm like, what if a spider comes down in your hair and your <laughs> eye? Like they're gangster with it. I I couldn't do that. I have to have on a whole hazmat suit or something to go under and crawl in a crawl space under an old creaky house but um i'm saying that to say that 
foundations at some point may or may not need repair. They may or may not shift. Um, Things happen. So when he said they had to break up their marriage and put it back together, I don't see that as being a negative thing. I think that that's a positive thing that they both realize, just like she realized. I don't want to point fingers, so let me go over in this corner. And he's like, I don't want our marriage to break up because he also said that there was one time that Jada said, I can't do this anymore. And he just knew that she was saying, I want a divorce. That is not what she was saying. Because mm. remember, he was married before and right. she wasn't just like us. You that was, his core, that that was his core fear yeah. that kicked in yeah. because he had already been in that situation. Mm-hmm. That's like that. Because remember, I told you the rules are don't bring up divorce because mm-hmm. I'm one of the people you want it. Okay. I ain't going to argue about, I ain't going to argue about it or nothing because when somebody throws that out there, that can be very crushing. It can hit you hard. Mm -hmm. Core fears come up. It's like if a person said, you know, two people together, they get in an argument and the husband goes, you know what? Me and the kids, we're just going to go for a ride so you can relax. Okay. So you Mm -hmm. can calm down. And he's thinking he's doing the right thing for his wife, but her core fear could be abandonment. And she's like, what? What the hell? And she could flip out again because you struck a nerve. She's thinking you're leaving her. Mm -hmm. And that's not even a case because you got to talk. Right. You know, and there you go. Got to break down those barriers and rebuild. Yeah. So I thought that that was very mature of them. Now, let's go on the flip side and let's Uh just talk about on the outside looking in. Okay. Speaking of all of the people that were giving them all of the flag, because let me just say, there's a lot of negative Nancys and Nathans out there. I think people there. just like to be negative anyway. Yeah. Um, again, I love love. Now, I'm going to say that love is not unconditional. Okay. There are conditions to me staying in a space of love with you. Abuse is not one of them. Okay. We're not going to have that. Keep your hands to yourself. Keep my hands to myself. You know what? The truth. And, and yeah, you're right. Because that was a big condition for me. So, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. So love, there are conditions to love. I think love is unconditional for God. I think love God is alone. unconditional. And I, I, I told my wife this. I said, this is when you know love is unconditional. When two people stay together and they die, <laughs> you know, because they stay, they stay together in death and when they grow old together or when they go through stuff they choose the unconditional love mm-hmm. love like again love is a choice and people who put it on conditions we go oh you can't make conditions you don't know it's just there's so much that other people have dealt with throughout their lives right um and they haven't addressed that they're going to have conditions because the situations could feel unsafe to them. Right. So even with those, when I talk about on the outside looking in, I'm, I'm going from the perspective of the people that are looking at the perfect marriage. You you have to remember that you are on the outside. And as the husband and a wife, like no one may agree with some of the things that Jada brought up and some of the things that Will brought up, but it's their marriage, people. It is their marriage. Like a lot of mm-hmm. times people hold other people's marriages to their standards and they ain't even married. Okay. They're not, not even. even married. You know what? There's a perfect quote for that. Sometimes. Well, no, the reality about people is not even a sometimes. The reality about people is they see the world as they are, mm-hmm. not as it is. Or 
they are married and they're still holding someone else's marriage to their standards and they may not even be happy in theirs. Now, let me just say this. I'm not saying that I've never, ever, ever looked at somebody's marriage and be like, okay, they doing that. Okay. Mm, I'm not going to do that. You know what? That's their choice. It's it might not work my for marriage. Them. It might not work for you. May not work for me. So I just kind of look at it. I think that as I grow older and I mature, number one, nothing amazes me about people <laughs> at all in this stage. I don't care how they are. You you never really know people. Um, so what works for them may definitely not work for me. Um, mm-hmm. But what I can respect is that they're making the rules in their marriage. In our marriage, there are three people. We 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 stood there on on our wedding day, and instead of lighting the candles, the unity candles, we actually did, did the quarter three, three strands. Strand. So the three people in our marriage is Mr. Melvin, Mrs. Melvin, and the Almighty God. Okay, everything outside of that is just that. Outside of that, so anybody can look from the outside looking in and say that they don't really agree with how we're doing stuff. But as long as we are in agreement with how things go and how things operate in our marriage, then that's all that matters. That's what I said to my wife when we get married. I said, we are a united front. (laughs) We are together. It is her and I. Against the world. Yeah. So bottom line, we are united. It's, you can't, you ain't no wedges coming in. Ain't no, Mm-mm. we talk, we communicate. We may be mad, but we, you know, mm-hmm. we have, we will talk though. Oh, I might be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Cause your mama say, if you're not going to say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. <laughs> so sometimes I quit, be quiet. No, a lot of times if I'm not, if I'm upset, um, I'll, I'll quiet myself and kind of like think about it. But I'm one of those people that I don't really hold on to stuff. You know, I'm mad for that moment. I speak my piece. I'm learning to do that a little bit more because I probably in the past have held stuff in probably way too long, but I'll speak my piece and then I just move on from I'll be mad with Michael one minute and the next minute I'm like, okay, we'll be watching on TV. Yeah. And if you're mad, just go in another room because we we living in this house together. (laughs) Okay. So, (laughs) but no, I mean, that's the reality. Like I I don't stay in I chose to love my wife. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to be mad at her all day for a whole chose. week and not talk. That's past tense. I did choose you. Okay, choose. But I said, I Every chose my day. wife. I'm letting people know I chose her. And I chose. And she had the opportunity to choose back. That's right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, a lot of times when you're on the outside <laughs> looking in, a lot of people are really, it's really introspective because there's something in them uh-huh. that's judging or giving an opinion on. Because everybody say, everybody say you're judging. It's just an opinion. I'm entitled to one. You, you are. are. But just know that your opinion or your judgment has no bearing on what goes on in the confines of someone's marriage. Someone else's house. Yeah. You you can't, you know, that's, I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it. That's very American of most people to think they can walk up into someone else's house and tell them how their household should be. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. And in my New Orleans voice, my yearn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like, it. you have to... Um, be considerate. That's their house. Mm-hmm. And when I go in somebody else's house, that's their rules. I got to respect their rules. If I, 
You know, you come up in this house, you got to take your shoes off. You don't take your shoes off, well, you can't come up in this house. And I think, again, <laughs> um, I, I just, I respect when the couple can come together, uh-huh. admit where they're not doing so great. Like, they're not perfect, where they're not doing so great. And I also respect people, like, I'm not saying that every couple has to let everybody know where they messed up. Um, but I can appreciate someone that can say, you know what, we're not perfect. Right. You know, we have our, our troubles, you know, um, but we fix them together. We come together. And if that means that we have to go our separate ways to figure out our stuff so we don't point fingers, you know, yeah, at I gotta the go other upstairs person. And she got to go downstairs. Yeah. Then or if we have to break up our marriage to, to repair it, fix it and come back together again, then we have to do it. Um, so, yeah. The perfect yeah. marriage. Yeah, outside looking in. Because you know, you're like, we're trying to survive as a married couple. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're gonna have struggles. We're gonna deal with some suffering. Um, I ain't gonna, suffering. Sorry. <laughs> we have inadequacies. We gotta face and deal with mm-hmm. within ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, you gotta come to a, a simple place where, okay, you love yourself. You love the person you're with. You love your spouse. And love is compromise. A lot of times people say, well, I'm not compromising. I mean, well, then you're not going to be married. I know. I I know you don't like the word compromise. Because I learned that compromise was the lowest form of agreement. And that's just just a belief. But I think I think that we have to come to a mutual agreement. In a mutual agreement. In a mutual agreement, we can both give. Well, but compromise to me, this is just me. Okay, Compromise to me is somebody gives more and somebody gives less. Well, that happens in marriage, sir. But I'm just saying, no, no, no. I know that. But what I'm saying is agreements is we have a mutual interdependency upon one another and we agree to do this for the greater good. And but see... Giving the greater more, good less. may be good for the the whole. The whole, yeah. So somebody may get less when it's when you're doing that greater good. They're I guess. just putting. I don't know. They're compromising. I, I don't think you get less when happen. you're looking for the greater good because the greater good is what's the most important in a marriage. The greater good is our family. I can agree. I can so agree. In the big picture, I can yeah. agree. That's just me. But in a little snapshot, the little <laughs> negative. Click click. Somebody is going to have to, it's a give and take. And that's okay if that works for you. If that, like you said, if that's going to get you to the greater good, then that works. So what are you doing? Taking pictures of me. No, I'm joking. All right. So, yeah. See what I'm talking about? We we don't have a perfect marriage, okay? He up here, we're, we're trying to do a podcast. She brought me the pen. And he up here playing with... Little contraptions that I bought him ages ago. <laughs> this is a serious conversation. This is about the perfect marriage, is it sir. Serious? Perfect. It ain't perfect. Ain't no marriage perfect. It ain't that, that serious. And that you take it too seriously. You ain't gonna have a perfect marriage because you gotta have fun. You gotta laugh. You, you gotta to enjoy laugh. each other. And if you can't laugh, you're in a wrong marriage. That is correct. And one of my favorite pictures from our wedding is us laughing. Um, most people probably see it as my Facebook. Uh, my personal Mrs. Tiffany Melvin Facebook page. That is like my favorite <laughs> picture from our wedding because for me, it encompasses all that I want our marriage to be. I don't want a perfect marriage. I just want a marriage filled with laughter and fun. I mean, there will be times when we might cry. Well, I might yeah. cry, but <laughs> I just want it to be 
it's, it's just a metaphor for our marriage. I love that picture where we're laughing. We're both laughing. And I was like, I don't even remember what we were laughing at. But what I can tell you is that we don't have the perfect marriage. The next person doesn't have a perfect marriage. No one has a perfect marriage. And if you are looking to get married, as long as you can keep that at the forefront of your mind, that nothing is going to be perfect in marriage, mm-hmm. you're going to be all right. Yeah. And, and if you're, you're on, the, I'm sorry, if you're on the outside looking in, look at yourself because the reason that you're having a problem with people and what they're doing in their marriage is because you're having a problem within yourself. Yeah. And, and you got to look at it purely. I, I, like I said, I take everything back to a house, you know, cause the house is compartmentalized and it's, it can be unique, but it can have similarities. Like if you look at our neighborhood, all the houses where we live are exactly pretty much almost the same. But there's differences on the inside because it's what the people took mm-hmm. and brought in and how they created their home, mm-hmm. their relationship within it. And so we have to, sometimes we think, oh, it's just like ours. Oh, nah, it's ours. Right. This and it's you're you're on the outside. You're mm-hmm. not privy to everything that goes on the inside. You know, right. they may keep their outside looking manicured and very um, aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. But one house may have something going on in it that's ugly. The other may be have something going on in it that's lovely. And you won't know that because you're on the outside. So, um Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we missed you guys. Time. Oh man, <laughs> it is that time. time. And so I hope that you enjoyed this conversation. Go ahead and check out um, the Red Table Talk with how your relationship can survive quarantine. If you want to hear a little bit more of Jada's thoughts on her marriage and how it's surviving. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is Faith, Love, and Dreams with your main man Michael and. Tiffany Melvin, (laughs) the perfect marriage on the outside looking in. We will see you guys next week. We hope that you stay healthy, stay safe, and we love you guys. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Make sure that you check out our YouTube page and stay tuned for the next podcast. Be sure to give us a review on Apple Podcasts. It actually helps us reach more listeners. We're looking for five stars and whatever it is that you'd like to say about how much you enjoyed it. Bye. Bye. Enjoy yourselves. Stay in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Wash your hands.